I am double, triple, quadruple checking everything that I post because it has to be factual, it has to be correct, it has to make sense, um, it has to be memorable. So for that reason, my content creation takes probably two, three times as long as normal other people's content creation does um, because I want anything that I put out there to be correct and um, worth it to watch. How do we make nursing education fun, relevant, and accessible to everyone? And what's it like being a leading nurse influencer and a Forbes 30 under 30 young business person? Let's talk all about it with ER nurse, content creator, and educator Stephanie Beggs of RN Explained right here on episode 413 of The Nurse Keith Show. Hey there, this is Nurse Keith. This podcast is all about you, your personal professional development, your nursing career, and the healthcare system in the big picture. And I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, medicine, entrepreneurship, and beyond. I love having you along for the ride, and I thank you from the bottom of my nurse podcaster's heart for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. And guess what? You can now get CEUs from listening to podcasts if you head to rnegade.pro, rnegade.pro, where they're building a library of nursing podcasts that offer continuing education credits for you because you know what? You're listening anyway, so you might as well get credit for it. So go to rnegade.pro, choose me or any other content creator from the dropdown and get CEs for listening to podcasts. And if you'd like to help other people find the show, leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, or just share the show with other people. And if you'd like to be a patron, head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. And I appreciate anything you would like to do to support the show. Anyway, you can head to nursekeith.com to find the show notes for this episode, or they're always on any app where you happen to be listening. And like I said, we are here with Stephanie Beggs. She is an amazing nurse influencer and has a really cool story to tell you. And Stephanie, the first thing I want to ask you is, what's it like to be a leading nurse influencer out there on the internet? What's that experience like for you? Oh, that... That is, a, I feel like that's a loaded question. Um, okay. I would say that it's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind is I now have this platform where a lot of people turn to me for advice or they come to me to learn or, um, you know, reach out to me and my word is valuable to people. And that's a lot of pressure. Um, I would mm-hmm. say. So I think that's that's the biggest thing. Um, just kind of showing up for people around the world. I never expected out of this. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's pressure, but it's it's good pressure, I would say. Yeah. Now, you have a bachelor's in business marketing. Mm-hmm. You, you yes. got that first, right? A bachelor's yes. science. And mm-hmm. then you got your bachelor's in nursing and you graduated in 2020. Mm-hmm. And we all know what happened in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like just emerging from nursing school as a brand new, you know, out of the box nurse, you know, who just yeah. like 
finished your second degree. What yeah. was it like just jumping into the clinical space just when the feces was hitting the fan, as they say? <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it actually was a lot different than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. So when the pandemic hit in 2020, the need for nurses was insane. And mm-hmm. I think we all knew that around the world, they were taking anybody. Um, but what was so interesting was that I had just graduated. I was the perfect candidate or, and all of my, my classmates were the perfect candidates to hire at a, the biggest time of need, mm-hmm. but, um, they weren't hiring us. And it took a very, very, very long time to get an interview and to land a job, even though they needed nurses so bad. And the reason come to find out is they didn't want to hire new nurses because they needed to train us still. Whereas Mm -hmm. they would rather hire nurses that were retired and could come back that were already trained, already knew what they were doing and could just jump right in instead of spending the money to have us trained um, in the height of a pandemic. So it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. because I thought they were just going to take us right away, but mm-hmm. yeah. And you're a ER nurse. So did you go mm-hmm. straight into the ER? I did. I did not okay. settle for anything else. I wanted ER so badly. So um, I waited, like I, I had a handful of interviews that I did, but all of them, I wanted ER, I wanted ER and I finally got it. So. And did you go into an ER residency or were they not doing yes. any residencies at all? No, they were. So I went in, yeah, I went into a new grad residency program, um, specifically the ER. They only hired two ER, two nurses, two new grads for the ER at that time. I was one of them. And then funny enough, my roommate who I live with now was the second one. So we were the only two that they hired for the ER. Interesting. Now, three years in, like you've, you've only been doing this for three years. And you started during a, you know, global emergency. So, you know, hats Mm -hmm. off to you for doing that. (laughs) Thank you. But during nursing school, you started making videos Mm -hmm. and you were, we, did you start off like putting them right on TikTok and just doing it and sharing it with everybody you knew? Or, you know, why did you make the first video? What was that about? And what was the impetus? Yeah. So, um, the best way that I know how to learn is to teach things out loud Mm -hmm. throughout nursing school. That was always my way of learning and teaching was to call my friends in my cohort and we would talk about different things out loud to learn. So when the pandemic hit, it was about one month before I had graduated, we were taking finals. I had to study for the boards and I had nobody to study with because, um, everything was shut down. We weren't allowed to see each other. So I started making these videos, teaching out loud, topics to nobody. And then I would play those back for myself. At that same time was when TikTok was growing and getting really big. So Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, might as well just post one of these videos on TikTok. Why not? And that video blew up. I was like, wow, I can't believe people are into this. So then I posted another one, that one blew up. And then everyone started asking me for the sheets that I was teaching in these videos that I was making for myself. And um, so that's when I started the Etsy shop and continued to make those videos, um, not knowing that it helped other people study the same way I was studying, that everybody, we all kind of studied the same. Yeah. So that's how it began. So it began, you were just teaching yourself and you were like, oh, I might as well share these, you know, and see what people think. And I mean, now like, 
Okay, I have to I have to admit something. I your videos were the first TikTok videos I've ever watched. And, oh my gosh. And that was just a couple of days ago because I oh haven't I just haven't paid any attention to TikTok at all. Yeah. So I don't have the app, you know. So you sent yeah. me the link and I was like, oh, I should check this out and I should watch a whole bunch of them. And first of all, they're amazing. And oh, thank you. Yeah. Second of all, I mean you know, scrolling through and I was like, oh, I want to watch this one. I watched like the hypertonic, isotonic and hypotonic yes. one. Mm -hmm. Those three are great. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I should watch these just to brush up on stuff. And yeah. first of all, you have a great speaking voice and, oh, the you. and your way of explaining things is super, super clear. And mm -hmm. you have, well, you have amazing handwriting and <laughs> I could never do what you do because mine is horrible. And the way you have everything drawn out and written down, and then you have these amazing drawings as well that we'll get to later, but yeah. the way you have everything written out makes so much sense. And then like you were explaining hypertonic and hypotonic, and you had these little, you had these little stickers you would put on, like when you were asking an NCLEX style question, you were like, okay, yes. that's expected. That's an expected outcome. Yes. You know? And so, I mean, that's several days ago. I was watching some of those and I can still picture them in my mind, which I think is what you want. Uh -huh. right? You want yeah, people to be able goal. to go back and picture it. Totally. So I looked at some of those and I was like, oh, okay, there's like 7,000. Then I looked at one, it was like 70,000 views. And then I looked at one, <laughs> it was over a million views. Yeah. So what was your reaction when they started, like when the tickers started going over like tens of thousands? Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. Um, yeah. I truly, even honestly, to this day, I mm -hmm. still am mind blown about the amount of people that watch my content or find it useful because sometimes I'm just like, wow, like I can't believe that I have this influence in this space to teach and people are enjoying what I spend so much time and effort doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just wild to me to see sometimes the, um, like the views go over a million. I'm like, holy crap. Like that's, that's so wild. Um, but then it just motivates me to make more videos that, you know, people clearly are benefiting from it and they're finding it interesting and, you know, remembering it for an exam mm -hmm. and that's all I could ever ask for, honestly. So, yeah. It's, it's really incredible. And like I said, you do it really well. And what has it been like to take your business degree? You know, you've studied the science of business marketing and then become a nurse and you, you know, you were changing gears like in a really enormous way. And mm -hmm. then you were like, oh, wow, I can actually like take these two things and combine them and create something new. What's what's that like for you and and how like what does it feel like to have accomplished that and brought it all together yeah um so i never i never knew back then when i got this business degree and then i switched to nursing that my those two worlds were going to collide for me mm -hmm. um I had an epiphany one day where I was like, wow, I have never utilized my marketing degree more than I have as a nurse, uh, which is so funny because that was not the intention or the goal at all. It just, I would almost say kind of just helps me out now that I own a business that I'm like, okay, I have this training as, um, you know, in business marketing that I can use and utilize and things make more sense to me on the business side because I have that 
um, business degree, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, it was so unintentional that I didn't even know that the two were going to kind of mash up and work for me at some mm-hmm. point. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it happened in the best way because, um, uh, running a business with no intention of starting the business and it becoming this successful, um, would be extremely overwhelming if I had no prior knowledge of business in general. So mm-hmm. having that prior knowledge is, it's great. Um, and it came at the perfect time. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of us in the nurse entrepreneur community, myself included, have no business education mm-hmm. of any kind. And when we decide to start a business, it's like, we're just sort of s- staring into the headlights. Like, yeah. what do I do? Um, yeah. That's why I belong to like the National Nurses of Business Association and, mm-hmm. you know, those sorts of resources out there that are really important. But for you, there was a naturalness to it, I'm assuming, because you like you already had this grounding in business and finance. So it wasn't completely foreign to you. But still, I mean, I wanted to ask you when we go to nursing school and we get our license, right? And we go out into Mm -hmm. the world as a nurse, there's a certain identity that we take on as a nurse. And I'm curious now that you're working per diem and you're spending Uh a lot of your time on your business, has that had any impact on the sense of identity as a nurse? Or do you feel like, you know, because your business is so nursing centric Maybe it hasn't had that kind of impact on you as it has with other people I know. Yeah, I think that if anything, having this business and then um, working clinically has had an extreme benefit. Mm -hmm. If anything, it keeps me super sharp and on point with um, a lot of conditions or treatments or especially in the ER for critical care things that come in that... Um, I am constantly brushing up on or researching um, or talking about with other people that when I'm in a clinical setting, it does nothing but help me. Um, In terms of like, I would say, uh, have you ever, you've heard the term like imposter syndrome? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When people say imposter syndrome. So I would say sometimes I get, if I don't know if this has to do with imposter syndrome or not, but sometimes when I go into a clinical setting and I have, I have this whole business, people expect me to know everything or like, why are you asking the question? Um, you, you know, you run this whole business, you should know like type of thing. Interesting. Um, so yeah. So that kind of throws me off a little bit because it's like, I'm human too, where I don't know everything and I don't know all the answers to things or Sometimes I do have a question and um, I feel like I should know just because I have this business that everybody looks to me, mm-hmm. but sometimes I look to others. I would say in the grand scheme, my business and what I do outside of the clinical setting has helped me tremendously inside the clinical setting. That's great. And it's built me a lot of connections too throughout that too. Yeah. But still there's what what we began the conversation with is like the sense of pressure because yes. a lot of people rely on you. And yeah. you know, there could be people out there in the world. And I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, talk about your colleagues or anything at, at work, yeah. but you know, people might feel a little envy or they might look Mm -hmm. askance at someone who's like, you know, become like a social media star, you know, that 
can seem a little odd to maybe people who are a little more old school. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think there's two types of people that I come across. There's the mm-hmm. ones that are that see me as a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, they see me as a threat because of my success, or they mm-hmm. see me as a threat that I could, I don't even know what the word is, but they just see me as a threat pretty much. Or yeah. um, the second type of people are the ones that are extremely supportive and they're not in any way c- comparing or jealous or anything like mm-hmm. that. And they just, they see me as a resource and uh, are supportive of what I do outside of the hospital. So yeah, that makes I come sense. across the two. Yeah. Yeah. And my hope is that the majority are the latter, the people who yes. are supportive, <laughs> who think it's really cool, who are inspired by it, who think it's mm-hmm. amazing like I do and who admire you for putting yourself out there in the world. And mm-hmm. that, like you said, it's a high pressure thing to be putting out content that people rely on and mm-hmm. you want it to be right. Like you totally, you, you don't want it to be incorrect. And totally. I'm sure you have to like triple check yourself to make sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 And I think that's another thing entering the educational space of social media. There's, mm-hmm. there are so many influencers out there that do comedy or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, vlogs, daily vlogs of their day. Mm-hmm. And the things that they post don't have to be really reviewed. They can just post, 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 post. Whereas for me, I am double, triple, quadruple checking everything that I post because it has to be factual. It has to be correct. It has to make sense. Um, it has to be memorable. And so for that reason, my content creation takes probably two, three times as long as normal other people's content creation does. Um, because I want anything that I put out there to be correct. And, um, worth it to watch. Yeah, like if you're doing a video like this one on amiodarone or you're doing a video on adenosine, it's like, Uh it's not like you're, um, let's think of an example, like you're teaching someone how to make sourdough bread, right? Totally. Or not, you know, and people who do that stuff on social media are great. I mean, I watch videos all the time. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Like if I want to learn woodworking or I want to learn like you know, how to make homemade gluten-free crackers, which I make all the time, you know, you need those people, but those aren't life and death situations or they might not, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if, if my fiance runs out of homemade crackers, it could be, you know, an emergency, it's an emergency, (laughs) but yeah, we joke about that all the time. Um, Yeah. So So you're, (laughs) you're also now a professor Yep. How did that come about three years Mm -hmm. or less out of nursing school? Yeah. So one day um, I went to school, I went to nursing school at Mount St. Mary's University. It's a private school in LA. Um, That's where I graduated. Now, fast forward to now, um, right in the end of 2022, my, the dean of the nursing school that I went to reached out and asked if I would want to teach pharmacology at their school. They had a couple different positions that were open. They wanted originally wanted me to teach two pharmacology classes with everything that I'm doing. I physically don't have the time to do that. Although I loved the idea of teaching um, to real students in real life and actually having people in front of me. So I jumped at the opportunity to do that. And I now teach sophomores in nursing school, um, in a classroom, 7am. And yeah, it's so fun. So cool. 
And are they aware of your presence on TikTok and all of that? You know what? I've never asked. Um, really? I've never, yes. I've never asked because I don't want them to think that I'm just there for, uh, you know, because I am this, so, like, I don't want to come off that like, Hey, I'm an influencer on social media, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I never really mention my, my business at all. I do know a handful of them do know who I am just because of comments that they have said to me. Um, Oh, I saw your Instagram or, um, one of them was wearing my sweatshirt in class, which I mm-hmm. thought was super cute. That's sweet. And yeah. And I actually had a girl come up to me the other day and she said, uh, do you mind like if I tag you on Instagram? And I was like, absolutely. Like tag me on Instagram. That's totally fine. And That's then she's great. like, okay, because, um, yeah. And she's like, okay. Cause I just want to respect your privacy. And I was like, That's so sweet. That's so nice. But yeah, I think a handful of them know who I am. I don't mm-hmm. know though. Cause I've never asked, but yeah. That's very nice. That's really sweet. Um, when we come back, I want to talk more about your business and more about your plans for the future and yes. have a, um, a tattoo question for you actually, yeah. and a couple other <laughs> things to talk about. So how does that sound? Sounds amazing. All right. So we'll be right back. Hang in there with us. We're with Stephanie Beggs and we're here on episode 413 of the Nurse Keith Show. We'll be right back for the second half of the episode. And welcome back to the second half of the episode. We're here again with friend of the pod and my new friend and colleague, Stephanie Beggs. And Stephanie, right before the break, we were talking about teaching and, yes. you know, being an influencer. And I was asking you about, you know, your students and if they're aware mm-hmm. of what's going on in your life. And it was very sweet that you mentioned a student asking you if she could tag you on Instagram because she wanted to respect your privacy, which I think is kind of funny and ironic because you're right. this very unprivate person at this juncture. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, you don't post about your private life. I mean, you post about, you know, you're educating people, but still mm-hmm. you're like, it's interesting when you become what you are, what I do, you're a public figure, whether you yeah. planned to do that or not. And was there a moment where you realized like, oh my God, like I'm I'm a public figure. Like people know who I am. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the um, breakthrough moment, I guess, when that happened. I honestly think it happens every single day where I think it was just kind of a slow transition of when I first started this, I didn't think too much about it. And I posted, 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 and just got bigger, bigger, bigger. Um, but then when I started to notice the influence that I had on, people asking me for advice and people saying that they passed their exams because of me or they mm. passed nursing school because of me. I was like, wow, there, there's some type of influence there. And I kind of slowly gravitated into realizing that um, I am this like public figure, I guess, but it's every day. I mean, to this day, I still think like, wow, what, like everybody is uh, intrigued by the things I say and do. So that's great. It's really wonderful. And, you know, your products are great. So we've talked about TikTok, right? So you're enormous on TikTok. There are quite a few videos with hundreds of thousands of views and some that are over a million. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. Um, I wish my podcast got 
millions of downloads. <laughs> that would be great. So your your pr- actual products are mostly digital, though there's some physical products mm-hmm. as well that people can buy and actually have shipped to their home. So yes. what are the products? And I know that they exist on Etsy. Yep. Um, so what are they? Yeah. So I um, have a couple different options of buying things. I sell my sheets digitally individual, which is one single sheet on one single topic. Um, those sheets are $2. If you are having trouble with one topic, that's the way to go. Um, I also sell them by bundle and those are also digital. Uh, and that goes for a class. So if you're in pediatrics, maternity, critical care, I have bundles for each of those. Um, And then I have one giant bundle called the Nursing School Comprehensive Bundle. And that is digital and tangible form. Um, You decide whichever way is best for you for learning, but that comes with every single study sheet on my shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from that, I do have some merchandise options, some stuff for new grad, um, nurses, or even nurses that are going through clinicals, um, stickers, all of the fun things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have some stickers that are actually like anatomic, you know, yep, anatomical stickers, organs, anatomical uh-huh. organs. And I believe your sister yeah. draws those. She does. She's a graphic designer. She's the best. She, um, she has done a lot of designs. She did my, uh, crew neck design, my t-shirt design, all my stickers. Um, we kind of go back and forth of like cute things we really like. What can we, um, you know, do of random thoughts in our head and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. I mean, it, they're really wonderful. And and you told me before we were recording that you're not an artist, but you are because no. <laughs> looking at some of the ones that you've drawn, like on uh-huh. your on your digital sheets, they're really wonderful. Like the brain lobes that you drew. I mean, they mm-hmm. are like really beautiful anatomical drawings. So yeah, you I are draw. An artist, actually, <laughs> I try. I'm yeah. a basic. I'm a basic shapes artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. try, but not as good as my sister. So yeah, well, you're a good team, and I wanted to ask you too. I mean, you have you have some clothing that people can buy, yes. and mm-hmm. then there are a few physical sheets on bundles that you can buy. Mm -hmm. And one thing I saw that I think is great for newer nurses or even even more experienced nurses is you have like a booklet that you can use for giving report, which I thought was really cool. And do people like that? Have you gotten feedback about that? Oh, they love it. They love it. I have personally, I think every nurse can attest to the fact that we always have a crumpled piece of paper in our back pocket with our report sheet on it and it gets dirty, it gets lost and it's, it's not great. And then you lose it and it has patient information and all that stuff. So, um, I created the brain booklet, which is, um, just a, it's a booklet. That's a, uh, template that you can fill out for each patient. And each page is a new patient, mm-hmm. um, doesn't have patient information in it. So if you happen to lose it, that's okay. It's meant to be thrown away. That's why it is paper. Um, because you don't need it after you give report on a patient yeah. and people love it. I mean, I use that in clinicals, uh, people, new grads would love it just to keep themselves organized because they're overwhelmed. Um, nurses use it. Yeah. It's great. So you can just have the room number on it. Right. And nothing else, yep. no data, birth, the room number. no HIP information. Mm-hmm. Right. No, nope, you just have the room number. And as a nurse, when you're filling it out, you know, a patient that is, so you don't have to put any patient identifiers on it. No, exactly. And you, what I see is you have one for ER, one for ICU and one for med surge. 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those can be repurposed in other specialties because there's a lot of crossover, right? Like Totally. Yeah. If you were, say, a cardiac ICU nurse, you could use the standard ICU brain booklet. Um, and the only difference would just be more information you would have cardiac related, for example. Um, med surge, you can use that across the board really with any other specialty because it is a pretty standard, uh, uh, report sheet, like head to toe assessment. I would say ER is the only one that's pretty specific to the ER. Mm -hmm. You maybe could use that one if you wanted for ICU, but it's all dependent on what you like. Yeah. I'm going to start sharing these with, with my coaching clients. Cause I get a lot oh, of newer, stu- newer grads who are like mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how to keep myself organized when I'm doing report, you know? Yeah. And that's like the most nerve wracking thing as a new grad is to give report. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. So I spent so long on a little piece of printer paper, writing out my report. And I should have just used this, you know, I should have created this when I was a a new grad <laughs> yeah, well, would have helped. You learned from your own experience. Yeah, literally. Okay. So I want to talk about several really important things. The first one is when I was looking at some of your sheets on Etsy, I saw your, I believe it's your right hand or mm-hmm. your left hand. Yeah. I'm not sure. And right. there's, there's a tattoo right on the top of the hand between the forefinger and the thumb. And I was yes. like, that looks like a molecular structure. So t- <laughs> tell us about your tattoo. Yeah, I actually got a, uh, it's a chemical compound for adrenaline or epinephrine mm-hmm. um, on my hand. I think it's super fitting for me as an ER nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got, I have never seen this before. I've only usually seen like serotonin sometimes, never on the hand, but I thought, I don't know, this is like perfect for me. So I got it. Mm-hmm. And do your patients ask about it? Everybody asks about it. When yeah. I go, like, even when I myself go to, to urgent care or go to the store or wherever that you can see my hand, everyone mm-hmm. always says, what is that? What compound is mm-hmm. that? What is that? So and you say it's adrenaline and they're like, well, you must be an ER nurse yep. or flight nurse, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. I'm like adrenaline. I'm an ER nurse. And they're like, oh yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I would need to have like, I'd have to have a compound for like something really relaxing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, dopamine <laughs> yeah. or something. Dopamine. Yeah, I would have the dopamine compounds. Like, yeah, yeah I, I need to look at that and like take a deep breath. Yeah, yeah, really. That's great. <laughs> so that was a super important question. And the I other question, it. yeah, the other one I want to ask you is that a lot of people listening may not have heard of the Forbes magazine 30 under 30. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you were named a for a Forbes magazine 30 under 30 young business person. So mm-hmm. I know about it. I know it's a really huge deal. So yeah. how did that come about and can you explain to us exactly what that is? Yeah. So um, back in June of 2022, I got an email from Forbes saying that I was nominated for Forbes 30 under 30, which essentially they take all of these people that are nominated. You fill out this application, which I did when I got that email and a panel of entrepreneurs in the world. I think um, Mark Cuban is mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, one of the people that's on this panel and wow. they go through these, yeah, they go through these applicants pretty much and um, choose 30 people in 30 different, ca- I think there's 30 different categories. 
Um, but there's 30 people in each category. Hmm. And so my category was the education um, category. And they chose me out of 30, uh, or I don't know how many applicants there were. I think there's like tens of thousands, but they chose 30 of us. And so in June, I filled out that application. I heard nothing all throughout summer, all throughout fall. And then the list comes out November 26th, I think. Mm-hmm. And they don't tell you beforehand if you made the list. You find out when everybody else finds out, apparently. It's like winning the Nobel Prize. They call exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I knew the list was going to be coming out on the 26th. I had no idea if I had made it or not. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up that morning and my aunt had sent me a text because she wakes up way earlier than I do. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a text saying, congrats Forbes 30 under 30. And it was a screenshot of my face on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how I found out. That's amazing. And what does that mean? Like it's 30, young business people under 30 mm-hmm. years old who've been chosen yes. by these like very, very famous, accomplished business people and entrepreneurs that you're like an up and coming success. And what is, how does that translate into your life? You know, you are under 30 years old. Um, you have made a name for yourself mm-hmm. in um, whatever department. So mine would be the education community. And I have had an impact in that community for them to recognize me and be recognized, um, on the list. So to me, that was insane. Mm -hmm. Um, I never, ever, ever thought that I would have been picked for that Mm -hmm. or recognized for the work that I put in. It is so nice to be recognized. I would say Mm -hmm. for that, also going back to the very beginning, a lot of pressure, um, because of that. And, but it's all good things. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's great. Um, I love that I have impacted so many people in order to be recognized in that way. And yeah, it was crazy. Never expected it. That's really amazing. I'm, I mean, I just met you and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Have you have you thought of writing a book? I mean, you've already oh had some amazing yes. experiences. So funny you say that because oh, that okay. I have always I have no plan yet, but mm-hmm. I have always, always, always said I'm going to write a book. I'm mm-hmm. going to write a book about my life because my life is just crazy in general. Mm-hmm. And people would find a kick out of this. The things that happened to me and the things that I've gone through and the way that my life is just kind of played out, mm-hmm. I need to write a book. And so I'm making it my life goal to write a book about, about, um, I actually have two ideas. One of them was going to be my life as a nurse, um, a night shift nurse and telling the stories of, of that being a night shift nurse and what that, what that's like. And then I also thought like a biography auto, I think it's an autobiography about my life just because mm-hmm. it's just so so wild. And I feel like people will be interested. I think people will be interested. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm probably going to bug you about doing that. Cause I think it oh would my be gosh, a really good it. idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, amidst all the things you do teaching as a professor mm-hmm. doing TikTok and now YouTube, you just started YouTube. Yes. Um, mm-hmm, which did. is a little different that has like five minute intricate clinical videos. So it's a little different platform. And then, you know, working per diem and running your business, how do you take care of yourself? Like, what do you do for fun? What do you do just to kind of like blow off steam? 
Yeah, I try to take some time away from my electronics, my laptop and my phone specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, will go and work out. I try to work out at least four to five times, which might be a little crazy, but four to five times a week. Just And I have a trainer um, out here in LA and that is what keeps me sane, I would mm-hmm. say. It has become a part of my routine, which is so great. And, um, I will blow off all my steam there at the gym and it's great. So that's what I do. Um, I try to spend time with my friends as well. And, uh, yeah, like my core friends, the ones that aren't in, um, nursing too, is kind of nice. Cause it gets a little breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and yeah, hang out with my family, hang out with my family a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what normal people do just to exactly. <laughs> have a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. And um, before we go, and I could talk to you for hours, but I have four <laughs> quick questions I ask sure. all my guests. Are you ready for okay. a lightning round? I'm ready. Rapid okay. fire. Okay. So first one is, how do you define success, either personally or professionally? Um. Oh my gosh, this is hard. How mm-hmm. do I define success? I would say... Um, the feedback I get from other people is how I define success. If I'm able to um, inspire or influence one person, that is six more successful to me than making a ton of money. That's what uh-huh. I care about more. So that's how I define success. That's awesome. Okay. Second question. Could you name or just describe a person who's inspired you in the course of your life? They could be living or dead. They could be famous mm-hmm. or just somebody who you happen to know personally who no one, none of us would know. Hmm. I think um, a ton of people in the nursing community know who Nurse Blake is. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Nurse Blake is? I do. He, yes, he's awesome. He has become a great friend of mine and a mentor. And I look up to him a lot. Just his course of his, not even in nursing, but just his course in life and where he is at today. I look up to that one, mm-hmm. specifically in the nursing community. Um, other than that, non-nursing would probably be my family. I think um, everybody in my family has worked so hard to get to where they're at. And they're all entrepreneurs in some way and in some uh, area of, of uh, expertise. And they're, they're inspiring. So I look up to them a lot. That's really great. That's wonderful. A lot of people mention grandmothers and mothers yeah. and aunts. And you know, a lot of people mention family. And I think yeah. that's beautiful. Okay. Third question, the penultimate question. Is there a book or a movie, doesn't have to be an absolute favorite, that's had an impact on the way you think or the way you live your life? You know, okay. First one that comes to mind mm-hmm. is um, the movie Joy. Do you know which movie that is? Um, no, I forget the name. I'm I so don't. bad with names. Mm-hmm. You have to look it up because okay. it is so, so good. And it's pretty much, oh my gosh, what's the name of the main character? She's in a lot of things. You'll you'll recognize her when you see her. But she, I love that movie specifically because it talks about this lady who started from absolutely nothing, trying to make a living for her and her family and her kids. And she developed a product, the Swiffer, the the Swiffer thing that you clean the floor with. Um, And she developed a product that uh, makes her insanely amount of money. And she's everywhere now for this product. And it is such an inspirational, motivational movie. You have to watch it. It's so good. Oh, I've... I've seen that film. It's with Jennifer, okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, Jennifer and, Lawrence. And yes. Robert De Niro. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have seen it actually. It's really interesting. She, she go, goes on, you know, like TV, cable TV. She goes on QVC. Uh huh. It's very interesting the way she goes about it. It's really fantastic. Oh my gosh. It is such a good, that's probably my most like inspirational movie that I'm like, okay, I can, you know, do this and be like her. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question. If you were elected queen of the world, Ooh. What's one of the first things you'd want to do to improve life for your subjects? Change the nursing program curriculum. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. One question I didn't ask you was how could we make nursing school better? Oh my gosh. There are, there are many things. I could go in a whole tangent on that. Um, but I, wow. think, I think going through nursing school and mm-hmm. then now being on the other side and teaching in nursing school there are so many things that could be changed to be better for oh students yeah. that like, I wish I could create a whole new way of how nursing school is for students. Um, yeah. That would just be better and more current to today's society and mm-hmm. um, focus on more important things than they're focusing on now. And yeah. What if um, later this year, when we both have time, we do an episode just about that? Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we could totally do that. Let's do that. We don't have to wait till your autobiography comes out. We can just kind of (laughs) do it, you know, down the road. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. All right. That sounds great. So on Etsy, you are RN Explained. And on Instagram, you're Stephanie Beggs. And it's Stephanie Mm -hmm. that ends in EE, not IE. And it's two E's, no I. Yeah, two E's, no I, B E G G S. And then TikTok, Mm -hmm. you are at Steph Beg. And then on YouTube, what are unexplained are unexplained on youtube mm-hmm. yeah. those will all be in the show notes and on all the apps where people are listening and stephanie i'm so glad you reached out to me you're amazing and you're Thank you. you've inspired me so much and this has oh. been super fun and yes. i really do want to have you back to talk about nursing school totally totally <laughs> okay. i love it so many okay. things to say <laughs> yeah well, thank you so 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 much Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nurse Keith Show. Remember, the show notes will be at nursekeith.com or wherever you happen to be listening, you will see it all there. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered by this episode. I do. And I hope you'll go to Etsy, to RN Explained, to Instagram, Stephanie Beggs, TikTok, Steph Begg, YouTube, RN Explained, and check out Stephanie and get in touch. If you need personalized holistic career coaching to elevate your nursing career, Come to nursekeith.com, get in touch, mention the show and get 10% off your first coaching package. And remember rrenegade.pro where you can find CEUs for all of your listens to podcasts because you might as well get credit because you're listening anyway. We are proud members of the Health Podcast Network, which you can find at healthpodcastnetwork.com. We're produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting. And Mark Cappy Speeson is our stalwart social media ringmaster and newsletter wrangler. Before we say goodbye, I'll leave you with this quote from Brene Brown, because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. So be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith saying adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. And my new friend, Stephanie Beggs saying arrivederci from Los Angeles, baby. 
Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks to everyone for listening. And we will catch you on the proverbial flip side. <laughs>